Hey, so I'm not sure if you heard, but we are bringing back the private practice bootcamp experience. So listen, this will not be an ordinary bootcamp. Yes, that's right. We are glowing up your experience and your private practice. So what does this mean? Are you truly ready to glow up your private practice and your life? So I'm talking about crafting a big vision. Stop playing small. Who does that? Okay. We are dreaming big beyond just clarifying your niche. We are actually going to build up your confidence in your business as an abundant CEO. Now, listen, I've had the opportunity to host over 25 boot camps in the last five to six years. And I know that I am really good at teaching and delivering that information. But one thing that I have noticed that is missing with therapists right now is that they need a hype woman. They need someone to encourage them to show up and to glow up boldly and unapologetically. So here are the details. We start on May 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all, we working. So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Hey, my name is Dr. TK. And on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and a seven-figure coaching business. Now listen, I will keep it all the way real. I will share my top secrets. This includes the good, the bad, and the ugly of what it takes to reach ultimate abundance. I believe that you can make an abundant living and become unapologetically successful, going after big business and lifestyle goals while also having fun and making a significant impact in your community and your home. So strap on your seatbelt and watch me challenge you to rise up to the person that you were meant to become. This is the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Intentionally Abundant Business Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that I've been getting a lot of questions about in our coaching programs and also from people that see me talk about my team, like on social media or through like other content and individuals have more questions around how do you know when to hire and like what team member to hire. And so the topic of this episode is what team member are you actually missing on your team. So the way that this came about recently is we just had a coaching call with our students on Monday. I'm recording this episode on a Wednesday. And we talked a lot about expansion in business beyond the business owner in terms of getting help from maybe a credentialing company, hiring a CPA, how to do a super bill in terms of like solo practice, but then also like clinicians getting tired of taking their own phone calls, letting phone calls be missed. Um, sending onboarding paperwork, just like so many big and small things in the operation of their business, but realizing that they're doing everything by themselves. So part of their lesson in this last coaching session was 
to even though it's in the course portal, there are certain topics that I'd prefer to talk about on the call and then allow them to clearly bring up their own general coaching questions or coaching questions related to that topic on the call so that they can get personalized help with their business. So I told them that we were going to talk about org charts because the previous week we were talking about how do they spend their time in their business. And I really wanted them to understand how, based on the feedback I got during the call, majority of them, I'm going to say like 99.9% of them were actually in every seat on the org chart, even if they were seasoned in their business, meaning they had already had a private practice when getting help for their private practice. And so one of the things that I want to share with you is there's a previous podcast episode. I'm going to see if my team can link it up and just give you the direct link or at least the number to the episode. But I want you to go listen to that episode after listening to this one. And I want you to do what's called a time audit. And I want you to track your time. There is an additional resource in that podcast episode, but you have to listen to it in order for you to get it. Um, And it's something that you can download to help you track your time. But anytime a business owner, entrepreneur says, hey, I need to hire or who should I hire next? My first thing is, have you tracked your time? If you haven't tracked your time, you don't even know where your time goes in terms of activities. Um, And you also don't have a good grasp on how much time you're working in your business versus on your business. So we want to first figure out themes of where your time is going. Is it going toward billing? Is it going toward customer service? Is it going toward the growth of your business, the marketing of your business? You know, there's categories on an org chart. And so what people will realize over time is that you will start to notice a trending pattern of every week or a few times a month where your time is actually going. And what I will recommend, even though you're going to go listen to that episode, hopefully if you haven't already heard it, is that I would encourage you to track your time on a personal level and professional because you want to know who and what is consuming your time. So for example, let's just say like today, at the time of this recording, I just left um, South Central Los Angeles. I just did I did a workshop this morning with staff members that work for a nonprofit and I did something on mental health. Then I drove back home and did another training for a different site under the same organization, but for clients, specifically transitional age youth, two different workshops, but still the same agency, right? So if someone told me to break down my day, I may mistakenly just say, oh, like, or my husband may say, oh, what do you have to do today? And now he's even gotten better with like the question. So if he just said, you know, what do you have to do today? And I said, oh, you know, two workshops. It may look like that's the only work that I have to do. So what could happen is let's just say if he wanted to take me out to lunch, what if he wanted to hang out? He may, you know, intentionally plan something, not realizing that I didn't give him a full picture of what my day actually looked like, okay? So for myself, I'm a planner. I like to either write things down on a list or in my calendar or something and have a good idea of what my theme is of the day. So some days we'll have the theme of content creation, specifically podcast recording like today. Sometimes it will be mixed. I can have up to three major things on my list. So today it was divided between mental health and content creation. I knew that I would have at least a two hour gap in between both workshops. I knew that my son would be picked up at four o'clock. 
but my second training actually ended an hour early. So what I decided to do is roll with my energy, record one podcast episode live on Instagram that went out today. That was pretty much like two episodes ago because I batch record. And then this episode plus another one that I just recorded was recorded all in the same day, but just an audio, no video podcast, right? So if I want to be really accurate with looking at my day, I would tell my husband, well, I have to do two things that involves people that's on the schedule, but in between those sessions and then probably two hours after, I'm going to be recording some form of content, right? So that is a mixture of me working in my business and on it. My podcast, I deem it as working on it and in it technically because I'm recording the episode, but I'm also working on it because I'm creating content that drives traffic to my expertise, right? But mental health, I'm working in it. I'm producing the actual services and you will have a percentage of your business that will remain a percentage of you working in it because especially if you're a personal brand, like a therapist, you are the face of the brand. You produce the services, right? Unless you have a group practice and you go into a management position. So track your time is all I'm saying and know what and who actually consumes your time before you jump into actually thinking about hiring a team member. But don't take too long in doing this because you should probably hire a VA or a personal assistant like ASAP just to help you um, with tasks just to begin with, right? Um, so as I mentioned, my DTA students, they did an org chart you know, with me on the call. And then I said, just make sure that you do it in the portal when you get to that section. And I asked them how they felt. And the theme was, I feel tired. I'm in all these boxes. I remember one person said, I'm in 12 out of the 14 boxes because I had them identify based on an example that I gave them. What are the boxes on your org chart? Because not everybody's org chart will look the same based on what you have going on in your, for them, their private practice. So these are some examples of some seats that can be on your org chart that some people don't realize you're sitting in this seat full time along with being the CEO and being the face of the business. So you may be the social media expert, the bookkeeper, the CPA, the onboarding specialist to onboard your new clients to your product or your service. You're the credentialer if you take insurance. You're the super bill uh, creator because you send people who do private pay a super bill at the end of the month, also known as the billing department. And not to mention, you're also a provider, (laughs) okay, or a healer. So those are just a few. Okay, so one big aha moment that I had with our students more often than not is that there are too many business owners that open up a business blindly to believing that they have to be the only one that does all these things in their business. Now, granted, I know that business owners want to hire at some point and they may just have fear around investing in another person to help them out. They may have fear of training somebody. They may even have fear of someone else seeing their mess. I mean, if we want to talk about that, like, do you want to bring somebody in in a state of chaos? Depending on the role, somebody may need to come in to see the chaos to help you. So to a degree, I believe that all business owners should get to know all parts of their business. However, the goal would be that you hand it off to an expert like a bookkeeper or a payroll person and or you train someone, for example, I first edited my own podcast and then I was delegating it out. Once I went all in on my podcast in 2020, I realized that if I'm producing 
about two to three podcast episodes a week, like during 2020, because we all know what was happening during that time. My biggest thing was making a big impact with just educating therapists as much as possible to help them open up or grow their business during that season. And so I realized that having two kids in the home, one of them homeschooling, one of them was supposed to go to school, but that got paused because of the you know, stay in the house order. Um, then my husband was at home. He was with the boys upstairs, but then they were loud. I had therapy clients. I had all these things going on. There was no way that I could record the episode and edit it and get it out in a timely manner. So I realized that I needed to take hands off of certain things in my business so that I can show up as a better business owner in certain segments, of course, in my business. Now, I also believe that Because you're the business owner and you're probably doing everything by yourself in the beginning, your goal, and if you haven't heard my visionary podcast, the one before this one, definitely go listen to it. As the visionary CEO of your company, you want to be the one that technically makes the playbook, right? So I always look at things like a game because I like sports. I used to play sports. So I believe that you should get in the game. I believe that once you're in the game, you'll realize what plays need to be made. Therefore, you go home and you make the playbook. Once you make the playbook, the goal would be that you practice what you wrote in the playbook and then you can give it out to the players. The players are your team members. So don't make the mistake of prematurely hiring a whole lot of people and not really understanding how they're going to be useful to your team. And then you also don't know how to onboard them. You don't know how to classify certain people into seats on an org chart and everybody's just doing everybody's job. Okay. So As of now, like I also coach my team members. I'm not just the CEO. I coach them on mindset. I talk to them a few times in our Slack channel and tell them what's going on in our company. If I'm having an idea, I will share it with them or maybe the administrative team. But at the end of the day, like if you think about yourself as a coach of your team, the the goal of a coach is to evaluate each team member to make sure that they are making all the right plays on the court or the field, AKA in your business structure, right? So if people are not showing up in a correct manner on your team, it's a big reflection of the coach first. Think about it. When teams don't win, who gets fired first? The coach. The team members may get traded, but that's usually the last thing to happen outside of politics. It's the coach that gets fired. They may not even get moved around, okay? So the biggest takeaway that I want you to have from this podcast episode is thinking about how much time are you actually working on your business versus in your business. And the way that you can do that, the simplest way that you can do that is audit your time. So make sure to go and check out that previous episode to audit your time. Use the resource that I gave you in the podcast episode, something you can download very quickly and do the time audit for at least a full week. Then what I want you to do is look at where your time is going and then look at the different places on an org chart that your business has. Like, do you have a growth team such as social media presence, YouTube presence, email marketing presence, anything that grows your business? This ain't no secret. It's not proprietary to my program, right? If you look up org chart, you will see this. Who's in your operations team? What makes your back office keep going? And then who's in your customer service, customer fulfillment team? Who gets your clients to the sessions? Is it a system? Is it you? What needs to be put in place? But again, you may have to set this up, but it doesn't mean that you have to oversee it. 
So if you've liked this information in terms of team membership, because what we're really tapping into beyond business growth is also things that you want to have in place in order to properly scale your business with other people on your team, then stay tuned. Um, We do have something dropping in March and you don't want to miss it. Make sure that you stay connected with me on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych. If you are new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. I want to express my gratitude for new and returning podcast listeners. From time to time, I will record the episode to go like on YouTube or on Instagram or both. But at the end of the day, all the episodes go on the audio podcast because I want to continue talking to you and dropping these nuggets and connecting with you even if we can't meet in person. Okay. Now, speaking about meeting in person, if you have not heard, um, if it's still there, the beginning of this episode, because we do change our intros from time to time, um, we do have a two-day in-person live event that's happening in Las Vegas in October. The goal of that two-day meetup is to get up to 100 people, therapists, healers, and service providers in one room. You are going to be masterminding together to help you choose one product or service to then learn how to launch and you learn the details of what a launch consists of. You will have to do a lot of work when you leave this two-day event. I want to be upfront about that. We're going to tap into money and revenue and cash flow and what it takes to set up your systems to launch these products or services. You're going to choose the product and then we're going to help you create content around that product or service. And then, of course, like I mentioned, you're going to mastermind with people in the room um, so that you can determine how you want to move forward for either launching the product once or relaunching it again. And then we're also going to be talking about on the podcast up until October how I can help you create a product or service even before you come to the live event. So that way, when you come to the live event, we can actually help you break down your results, see what it means, see what you have to fix or enhance, and then do it again and again and again. But being in person brings a different level of energy. You get to talk to other business owners who are doing what you're doing or what you want to do. And we have found that individuals who attend our live events, their response to execution is at an all time high. I would say it's as high as seven to 10 times higher in terms of efficiency from those people who passively learn through, um, you know, going through a self-paced course. And, you know, all of our programs do very well, especially those who show up to the live sessions. But it's just something about being in the room with other business owners that does something to you. So if you want to check that out, make sure you head to drtk.com forward slash links. The link is in the show notes. Um, And that's where you can always go to our one-stop shop to find out what we're doing. Um, But I do want to just let you know, this is the last live event of the year. It's our only big live event like it. And um, we are not looking to do the magnitude of this particular type of event next year. Because I know that that has been asked, like, you know, are you going to have it next year? I know that you had something like this last year. The content that we did last year is totally different than this year. Last year was all about mindset, how to show up as an abundant CEO. This year, we're focused on scalability, but we're not going to do it at this magnitude. It's going to look totally different next year and you will have to qualify for it. (laughs) So just note that whatever we're doing this year, it won't be repeated. Okay, so. If you want to be in the room, make sure you secure your seat, get your ticket, invite a friend, have fun, and scale your businesses together. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. 
Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now, until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.